this one's for the culture. Me and wifey in the room thinking of a master plan Thinking how we can influence the culture from where we stand Knowing that our steps are ordered by the master's hand Still ten toes down, we ain't switching up the And welcome, the welcome, welcome just- to the latest episode of The Bond Chronicles I am Mr. Ray Bond with my host Mrs. Robin Bond <laughs> Or you could just give them your social media name Oh, Mrs. Bond Chronicles There we go um, so we are here on the precipice, on the eve episode of our big trip. Uh, so we'll get into more of that later, right? We touch on that later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, some special stuff for our Patreon subscribers. Uh, definitely going to be worth the the subscription there, uh, even if it's just for the one month. Trust me, it'll definitely be worth it. Hopefully, you'll stay forever. Um, as long as we continue to put out this I was going to say like we've, we've got some dope stuff coming Like yeah. you said just for one month like you gotta get them in the door yeah uh, true enough there you go free samples and stuff like that um, but yeah exciting times overall but at the same time I'm not going to lie to you this is going to be a tough episode one my dryer is not working and that is not what you want to hear when you're about to go on a trip that an appliance is not working so that is an attempt to steal my joy ladies and gentlemen i will not be defeated we will overcome we will be restored and we will be refreshed whatever this little attack is it's not gonna work so although i'm upset at the moment we are going to push through this together and we are going to celebrate the victory in this situation. So pray with us for smooth sailing for our dryer and a low cost fix to the solution because I don't feel like spending money on the dryer when I'd rather spend it on vacation. Um, well, before we get into some of the other things, do you have anything for the people? Um, we officially celebrated Kobe's first birthday. We did. 20 days later. (laughs) Well, better late than never, as they say. Yeah, yeah. Um, we did not account for the fact that we would be fasting and... He did not account. He did not account, right? Because if he'd he'd come on time, this would not have been an issue. Um, and so his birthday came and it was like the week of his birthday when I realized... We couldn't have cake. We couldn't. We couldn't <laughs> really celebrate his birthday the way that we wanted to. Plus, our families were out of town, and so we finally um did that. Got him to smash all in some cake. We'll drop a picture like right here, right now, when you're going through and doing the editing. Show them how cute he looked. Um, eating his cake. We did Mickey Mouse theme. You know, kids had a great time. My mom and my sister came over. It was just good times we had had together as a family. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, she left us. Uh, oh, yeah. My mom did dip because she had other social arrangements. And didn't come back the mighty late because ah! I went out. Yeah. All the other adults. Me and Tiana were here. Yeah. I went Typically. Out. That's, that is how it happens. Me and Tiana that is be not. here in the trenches. Please do not the believe this narrative. Shoo. I might as well be a single dad on weekends. Wow. A single dad. 
TV gone. You on need the to stop. On the rack. You need to stop. So I stole two hours away. Uh, a, a fellow podcaster, actually. Um, Think Tank podcast, Randy. Shout out to uh, Randy. Happy birthday, belated at this point. But uh, they went out, had a good time. So uh, What they do, Ray? That's not like <laughs> I did actually I didn't go. So I don't know what they did. I know what was alleged to be taking place. Mm-hmm. But because I didn't go, I can't confirm or deny what took place. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. But I did reach out to him. He said he had a blast. So That's great. Maybe That's we'll great. get him on here and tell us about it. Uh for, turned 40, so big number. Big number. Uh, talk about maybe what he has for the future. So we'll figure that out. Figure that out. But he was able to go out, and he was able to come home. And that is a luxury that far too often is not awarded to Black people when they come into contact with police. There is a, a disease that a traffic stop needs to turn into murder in this country. And it doesn't matter what the weapon of choices are. It doesn't matter if body cameras are on. It doesn't matter if it's broad daylight. It doesn't matter if there's people around. It doesn't matter if there's no one around. It doesn't matter if you're a special unit. It doesn't matter if you're brand new on the force or if you've been on the force for 20 years. The end result is they just keep killing black people. And the varying degrees of how they go about that, you just... Hold your breath and wait for the details. Uh, The Tyree Nichols situation is one that was egregious in a different way. Uh, George Floyd was egregious because it was just cold-blooded murder. This was egregious but different. We watched a man get beat to death. Like you, You see that in the movies, and it's graphic. But you never really see it in real life. And we're not going to broadcast the video on our platform, but it is readily available. I will also say I'm not one of those people that believes you need to protect your peace. Mr. Nichols no longer has that peace, that luxury. Um, how how luxurious of you to, to take that approach that you want to protect your peace. Maybe if you got a little more upset, you'd be a little bit more motivated. I don't know. But that has always not really sat right with me when a fellow brother or sister is getting brutalized for us to say, oh, I'm not going to look at it. Like I ne- I've never been with that, but to each his own, do what you feel led to do. Um, but that's kind of the intro. I'll leave it there. I've talked for a good amount, kind of open the door to you, to your thoughts, your takeaways, whatever you want to go. And we'll kind of go from there. Well, um, I guess first off, sorry folks for starting the show off. So heavy. Um, but I guess that's just where we're at today. Um, you know, unfortunately, I have seen the video. I am one of those people. I do try to avoid a, a lot of these sorts of videos. I'm, I'm tired of watching it. Like, the brutality that is constantly displayed um, against Black people in these situations, it's just... I don't know, like, you know, they say the saying is like, you know, can't let one bad apple spoil the bunch, and these are bad apples. And I'm just like, at this point, when can we start pruning the forest? 
because there is something that is growing in this forest of the United States, the police department, political justice system, whatever you want to call it. Just, I'm sick of it. I am so, 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 so sick of seeing it. And obviously, if you watch the video with the sound, I know some people don't watch videos with sound, but if you watch the video with sounds and you can hear the young man's cries, like I have four children, I have three boys, I have a husband, I have uncles, I have cousins, I have men in my life that I think about in these situations every time it happens. And it's just gotten to the point where we're so used to seeing it. There are people like you who are just like, nah, just bring it on. I got to, you know, I got to see it. I got to empathize with my brother because this is the plight that is still happening in America. And then there's, you know, people like me who can't continue to consume the disgusting behavior that is readily available for display from people who are supposed to protect us. And I just can't don't know how many other times, you know, these things have to happen before people really, like, I don't, the people who defend police officers, the people who defend the way that the laws are written and such, they can go out and do things like this and practically get away with it if there's no cameras. And then the sad part about this is, is yes, they had body cameras on them, but because of all of the stupid commands that they were yelling out and the miscommunications between themselves and Tyree and of the ridiculous commands that they were yelling, like that would have covered them. They would have been fine had it not been for the surveillance video from, what was it, the lamppost? Yeah, it like a lamppost. Like a lamppost just happened to be across the street. And you watch these gang members with their, because that's what that looked like. I don't care what anybody says. That is exactly what they look like. Who was the newest person <coughs> on um, <clears throat> on that squad that is now disbanded because of what? Like that whole department needs to get looked at, and y'all know it. It's it's just disgusting. It is disgusting. I yeah. Go ahead, babe. Um. So no, I obviously I agree with it's disgusting. I feel little to no different because of the color of the officers. Um, no, I feel worse. I would say there. I was going to say there's a little bit more disappointment, uh, and not only that. And this is not to disparage any particular group, but there's certain groups like if they were NAACP members, it would matter more. Like if they were like Black Panther members or something that's supposed to be pro-Black, it would matter more. And so to hear that they did um, become a part of a particular fraternity that preaches brotherhood and unity and togetherness, it just it's just so disappointing. I guess is the 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 best word. So so baffling that. You have that much anger, that much rage inside of you to do that to another human being that you don't know, whether they have children, whether they have a family, whether they have anything. You decided because they made you run. So so the, the penalty for resisting arrest is death. 
Because everybody keep, I, well, not everybody, way too many people keep saying if you would just comply. One, we've seen that be BS many times. But even in that scenario, resisting arrest isn't a a, a felony per se. It's, it doesn't it, has, it doesn't carry a death penalty. Write me my ticket for resisting arrest. If I resist, let me go. Give me the ticket. Send it to my house. It ain't worth murdering me for it. And I hope they spend the rest of their lives in prison or face a similar fate. If it so happens, I won't bat an eye. No, I hope they get stumped out in the jail yard. Like I can't, and I'm like, you, you can't even just be nice about it anymore because that's the type. Like, and you know, God forgive me, but that that's the sort of fate those sorts of people deserve. You know, their names and faces are plastered all over the web and the internet and all of that good stuff. But there should be no hiding for them. They shouldn't get to go into protective custody or be in, what is it, a solitary. Like, they should not get to run from the smoke that they deserve. Because by all accounts, yet again, Tyree Nichols was a, a, a regular outstanding citizen of society. He didn't have a whole bunch of issues. There was no written... Come to find out that the traffic stop that they supposedly were stopping him for, that was BS. So somebody wrote that up in the system as BS. So it's like, it's not just the officers on the scene. Like the medics that got there saw this man was on the ground dying. What did they do? It was 15 minutes before they treated him. 15 minutes before they looked at it and made sure that they didn't make sure before they even did anything to even maybe make this man a little bit comfortable. And it's just, it's the whole system, the entire system. Uh, yeah, you said a lot. You said it's the, the entire system and for those of you who've been with us for any period of time, you realize my stance on this. This isn't something that you can train. This isn't something that you can coach. There is a hatred for black people by police. I don't know. I, did, I haven't gone to the police academy. I know a number of people who have. I haven't asked them specifically enough. But something is clearly taught across the board because this is Memphis. We've seen Atlanta. We've seen L.A. We've seen New York. We've seen D.C. We've seen Boston. We've seen Milwaukee. Like we see police departments literally around the country. And this is just a, a, a capsule. And I apologize if you can't see it um, because of the size of, of the picture there. But. This is what America spends on our police forces. This is taxpayer dollars. Right behind China is where we're spending. We spend more than the UK, India, France, significantly developed countries. And our police are more, we spend more and they're more militarized than other countries' militaries on top of our own military. 
And I've said it before, and I keep saying it, if we could put all that money elsewhere, we would have a lot less of these problems. I've said many times, I don't see the value of police on highways. They cause people to break. They cause a bunch of accidents. The person speeding, what are we really, really doing here? And for these traffic stops to keep escalating to this, like if the person runs, you have their car. You probably have their license. Like, we have all this technology. We can find these people. We can try to bring them in under different circumstances, especially when they haven't committed any real crime. Like, there's just got to be better solutions. And it's not going to come by firing this unit, this group. It's not going to come by ending this Scorpion unit. It's bigger than all that. And until we're willing to address and reevaluate all policing in this country because it's failing, I said it on the last pod. Oh, that might have been on Patreon. I don't remember. They've killed, they set a record for how many people they killed last year. Even within a world where there's still a pandemic, where people still move around a little less, they're setting records and murdering people that they are paid and sworn to protect. And there's little to no accountability. We finally got it here. But why don't would that happen all the time? We know why. Because these are black officers. So cool. Y'all have now set the standard that y'all don't need to release no video to take action. So unfortunately, when this happens again, because it will, at least there's a new standard. We don't have to wait forever for Breonna Taylor's police to get charged with some BS charge and then beat it, basically. Now maybe the precedent is we can fire these suckers early. Now they are out on bail. How that happened, I don't really know. But it is what it is. Like, I'm just tired. I don't have a ton of emotion for y'all on this. My heart hurts. And I don't have a viable solution as a married man with four kids. Like my solutions aren't conducive to that type of lifestyle or theirs. But man, what a what a sad day. And what a disgusting use of force by the boys in blue. Because blue lives do matter. Especially when they're killing black ones. And I'm sick of it. You got something else? Yeah. Jason Whitlock, you were just scum. Like, first you have to go on Tucker Carlson's show. Let's let's not even start there. To spew your little opinion about, I I don't know how in your brain it works that this is somehow the fault of single mothers. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know what, I honestly, it's probably crack. That's probably what it is because crack, yes, it makes you say stupid things. It makes you do stupid things. 
But this is not the first time he's ever put his foot in his mouth. Like, he's just a trash individual. And he is another one of those people who I think if they just fell off the face of the earth and nobody ever heard anything from them again, nobody would care. Like, just straight like that, you and your opinions can just shove it. Just. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Um, you can move on. You don't. You don't even. Unless you want to. You... I mean, I I think I agree with your your overall sentiment. He's been on the wrong side of history. Usually, he was actually on the right side of the Kyrie thing, which was shocking. I actually had to repo. I chose to repost him a couple times, and I even said in my post, I am normally never a fan of his. But I thought he got that right. This is not really the time for me to bash more black people. I joked on the last pod that black people have been having a rough year. And this episode ain't going to help a lot either. But I believe his sentiment was one that's rooted in in single parent homes. The statistics say that. You know, they're more likely to go to crime. You're less likely to go to jail, more likely to go to jail, all that, which is fine. You can have your statistics. I'm not going to argue against your statistics. This ain't the time to bring them up. And the reach you tried to make in this scenario ain't really there. Like, I get it. You know, the single family homes and the impact it has on kids, I fully vouch for it. This ain't that. A father in the home doesn't change these gentlemen, in my opinion, because they went to college. They've been a part of the fraternity. There have been enough influences. They knew this was wrong. This is just like, by your own admission, their mothers raised people that grew up to be cops that are supposed to help. That would be a win under most circumstances if they weren't trash human beings. So this ain't the time to start shooting at black women. Like, we got enough of that going on. This ain't it. Uh, I think there were a lot of other ways you could have approached that and done a much better job of articulating your point. And if that was the end goal you were trying to make, you missed it. I don't know what more he could have articulated. Like, his point was stupid and invalid. And even the research that he was trying to use to validate his point most of that has been debunked at this point. Like, it was just all bullcrap just to get his name in the headlines again. Because like you said, every once in a while, he's good to pop up on a black issue like this and say some stuff that's just incredibly stupid so that, you know, his podcast will get some listens again. Since he hasn't been relevant in sports talk television or column history in forever. Like, you go sit your sitting here retire yourself down. Have several seats. Nobody wants to hear anything from you. Yeah, this was a miss. Huge, huge miss. Um, I would say as a journalist, be better, but that's kind of why you're not a That's why he is where he is. So, I guess this is on brand, and it's, again, disappointing, but I guess not shocking. But... In the in the shocking, disappointing, wow, didn't see that coming. Uh, quick update on Young Thug and YSL trial. So I think the last time we talked, we had not discussed the drug deal that took place in court. Um, but there's been more details that have come out. And if I'm gonna, 
I'm getting nervous because the person that one young thugs already beat this, his lawyer got beat this case. So whatever attempt was made here, they failed. And I am hundred percent convinced this was by the prosecution. The gentleman that dropped the Percocet, which is a drug, a pain reliever, for those of you who don't know, in the middle of a live streamed court on probably the biggest court case currently going on in this country, is serving a life sentence. So why he was even in the courtroom, no one seems to know. He was then ushered out where there were reportedly sounds of intense police brutality mm-hmm. um, that could be heard by the people in the courtroom. So that part of the investigation, I believe, is still underway. Oh, sure it is. Uh, And so on top of that, the DA used to represent a former member of the gang, in quotes. So you were his defense attorney, and now you're turning around and indicting and prosecuting that same group of people? Seems like that doesn't work. So on top of the fact that nobody, because of the length of this trial, wants to stay on a jury and have to get 300 new jurors, it could be a while. And the longer this goes, the more that it could lean in a certain direction that Young Thug could go free. And if Young Thug goes free and gonna did what gonna did, my oh my. What a situation we will have in hip hop. One that hopefully will not involve the police, but one that would make for great TV and theater. So we will continue to keep you updated. I don't know if you have anything else to add, but the the police system is so corrupt. They beat somebody up in court with people in the courtroom while it's being live streamed on the biggest case in the country. They are so high, strong, so over. I don't even know. I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is. I don't want to guess. I don't want to speculate. I don't want to give them an out. But there are so many trash police officers. It's ridiculous. I'm tired of hearing it's just a couple bad apples. There's a bunch of y'all that's trash. And y'all been trash. And y'all aren't held accountable. So y'all keep ending up in situations like this because the people that supervise y'all are trash. And this whole good officer thing, y'all too daggone quiet. So guilty by association. That's how y'all operate anyway. Like, this is sickening. This is absolutely sickening. They're they're so fearful. And I'm going to use, because of the cases, black men. Y'all are so scared of our success. Y'all will sabotage y'all careers. And I just don't understand where this fear comes from. Y'all have the power. You have the badge. You have the gun. You got the taser. You got the pepper spray. You got the asp. You got the baton. You got everything. And y'all are still so scared. That you overreact, you grab the wrong weapons, and you're so angry and just so miserable inside that you take it out on other people. Homeless people, women, children. 
My God, what is wrong with y'all? And then when you can't win, you cheat, you lie. It, you make stuff up. I, I just, I don't understand it. Like, it's okay. If you didn't do your job well, do be better. You don't get to take out your frustration from at home on another human being that you just want to beat on because you can. Or take advantage of women. There's a bunch of that I've heard. Like, this policing situation is just disgusting. Um, yeah. Did you have something else? I didn't, I didn't have anything else about Young Thug. Okay, we can go to another crime. And this is the catch-22 of this whole thing. When you are done wrong... You can't seek your own revenge like they can. We have to call them and hope that they do their job. Even though they clearly don't like us. And Usain Bolt, shout out and prayers to you, my man. For you to be able to keep your composure through this. You, He wrote the bank. And for those of you who don't know, uh, Usain Bolt, apparently in his life savings account or his retirement account, I don't want to misspeak. He had about $12 million invested through a firm. And upon last finding, he had $12,000 in that account. The bank manager has come out and said, yes, she stole the money. Her dad was having cancer treatment surgeries. She borrowed money from a bunch, borrowed money from a bunch of people, but had no plan to pay the money back. I am somebody that is diligent on my alerts, on my accounts. When I, I get a text message, whenever money enters over a certain amount and that amount is really low, I regularly check my investing portfolios. Like, you got to count your money. You got to check your money. Bank of America, not long ago, we didn't talk about it, stole people's money. A lot of people believe, and this is something that typically would come in Patreon, but Banks lost money with this crypto stuff. And the belief is they got to get it back and they're going to get it from you. So please make sure you're being diligent on your accounts. Make sure you're checking your stuff and know who the heck you invest in your money with. But <sighs> it's really, really, really that part. Um, I am not as diligent with my money as my dear husband is. Um, but I would like to think that I would know or there are enough eyes on my money that if something was happening and <clears throat> the amounts were slowly decreasing, there would be an explanation. And I'm not clear on as how long it took for him either. to realize that much money was gone. But the people who manage your money, if they didn't alert you as soon as the first million was gone, because when you're reconciling someone's accounts, their monthly expenses, you know, like when you're doing that, when you're somebody's accountant, $12 million just doesn't go boom, poof, bye-bye, mm -hmm. and you don't know that it's gone. So I don't necessarily believe that it was just the bank manager. 
I think right now the bank manager is who they are designating to be the fall person. Because <clears throat> that doesn't make sense. I We were listening to, what was that, Earn Your Leisure? Could be. We were yeah, listening to Earn Your Leisure and the guy, he was just like, I ch- like you said, I check my accounts all the time. And there's no one that has more access to my money than me. Nobody. There is nobody that knows more about the, you know, the inner workings of my financial situation better than me. And unfortunately, you know, Usain is just another long list on the name on a long list of athletes who put their finances and everything that they secure from their athletic careers in the hands of someone else. And then, you know, at the end of their career or, you know, at the end when they're looking back at what they've amassed and it's not what they were expecting, it's because a lot of times those financial managers were lining their pockets with, you know, these athletes' money. And I think that's the next phase of financial literacy for entertainers and athletes. For the longest time, it was find a good firm, find a good lawyer, someone that you were referred to. I think that day is gone. I don't think it's find somebody. I think it's go learn how to do it. Because if you don't know how to do it and you are trusting anyone in today's economy, you can't trust anyone. I just don't think you can, especially, and this isn't to shoot at any group of people, but if you're in areas where people are hungry, they're going to try and eat. And I've heard too many people say, that run with bigger groups. I got to feed these people because if they get hungry, they'll try and eat me. Mm-hmm. And man, that, that's got to be tough. You trying to, you know, keep the money in your country, keep the money, you know, in the area, trust in people and give business to people, you know, and sadly they will take advantage of it. So he gave them like 10 days to return the money. I don't know they did not. how that's going to work. They did not. Um, that's why we now know because they're finally, you know, they've gone through and started the process of suing basically, or yeah. I, don't know, I don't know. And then <clears throat> that, the scam of banks are only have to insure your money up to like a certain amount. It's hard to have when you're worth millions of dollars, it's hard to have but 80 that- hundred different bank accounts. But that's the thing. That's another portion of this that I just don't understand. Now, yes, American banks have to insure your money to XYZ amount of dollars. But anyone, you know, who's even just a little bit financial savvy will tell you that having money, especially that amount of money, sitting in just a savings account, like... That's not how, that's not what you're doing with that type of money. At minimum, have it someplace where it gets compounding interest. And, you know, like there are just so many other ways that I feel like that money could have been set aside. I don't want to necessarily say invested because whenever you say invested now, people always think automatically jump to stocks and everything. But there's so many ways to, you know, secure your future financially. Rather than just having the money sitting in a bank for somebody to steal. Like I I think that's great hindsight. But even if at so 
like that's what I was saying. So when you start talking like those kind of athletes, Kyrie is on ver. They were talking about <clears throat> Joe Burrow, mm-hmm. and his next deal is going to start at five hundred million dollars. Mm-hmm. How do you put five hundred million dollars in a bank? You don't. So I get you saying yes. He doesn't have that kind of money, but if you got a hundred million dollars that you got to split up, like it's hard to keep up. If you got 20 different bank accounts, like, and you still are, have your like job and your businesses and everything else. It's the, it's the catch of, I can spread it out a bunch. So this doesn't happen, but I've also spread it out so much. You probably forget accounts even exist. And it's time and effort to set up all those accounts, keep up with all those cards, remember all those passwords. So you want to kind of consolidate it into a bank you think you can trust. So instead of having 80 accounts, maybe I can have 12. (laughs) Like, but when you have that much money and we see it with gangsters and drug dealers all the time, we're trying to wash it. in the money, money in the mattress. Like at a certain point, you got to have it somewhere. Did you see the video on um, somewhere on social media? I think maybe I saw it on Instagram of two chains. His father passed away, I believe, a year mm. or so ago. Yeah. And he was maybe cleaning up the house or something. And the and pipe, he, they had to renovate or something. Right. And he found a bag full of money, just ones and fives and tens rolled up, just socked away. It's, that's that old people mentality. You can't trust these banks with your money. My auntie Annie, she used to keep a sock full of, you know, a nice little stack in case of emergencies. I saw her take it out a couple times. We should, we should invest in that. This AI stuff coming. Um, <clears throat> go buy a couple gold bricks. Or that. That's that'll be like literally story. gold bricks. Apparently, like. You Who get that knew? at your local pawn shop. Like, right. I don't even know where you go to buy a gold brick, but we know we know people at the church. You know, Georgia, she'll tell us all about it. True. <laughs> and maybe we'll share that on Patreon. We don't know. Uh, but yeah, before we get out of here, uh, we did want to touch on a couple other things specifically. Yay is back in the news. For you, and that's the thing, though, you guys, if you pay attention to my dear significant other, like, he says that Ye is back in the news. But for him, Ye is never not in the news. Because you, your you are backpedaling now. At the last week, when I don't know that now, it's it's always in the news. No, 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 no. I'm not. I still stand on that. You only know what everybody else knows that to follow the pages and do all the reading and things that you do. I'm not one of those people, so I'm not up to date on the yay news like mm-hmm. you are. But if there's anyone who I believe yep. is gonna know an answer, it's it's gonna be you. Guys, it's so entertaining. Um, so this is actually a question we are going to get more to on Patreon just because of the sensitive nature of things involved. And it's just, it's complex. So we have often had the conversation of because of this path we're choosing, can we be to a place where we can financially live the way we want to live without being famous to the point that we can go out to eat with our kids. We can go bowling. We can go to games. We can 
still move and operate like we do today on some level. And so celebrity culture is one of great audacity for fans. We feel we are owed a lot as a fan. We buy your CD, we bought your ticket, we went to the movie, we supported you on Twitter. Whatever it is, we feel like we should have access. Take that a step further is when your act, me getting access to you supports my family. And that's where we get to paparazzis. And I don't care what y'all say, how much y'all complain about, how much y'all don't want to hear about Yay. When he pop up, y'all care. When he's missing, y'all care. When he's missing and y'all don't know where he is, y'all make stuff up because y'all care and he drives y'all clicks. He's been consistent, especially recently with his new wedding, which apparently is taken pretty seriously if you follow the news. He don't want that no more. His kids, and I don't know if y'all watched the video, that's where it really got me. When Kim's walking out, and you hear one of them kids in that car say, please leave, and like a screech. As a person, you should be able to stop and pause and be like, all right, we're doing a lot. Like, North has been holding up signs and saying, leave us alone for months. And now as a dad, he over it. Y'all wrote all them stories about his new wife, and y'all didn't know nothing about her. She don't come from none of that life. And I believe it affected her. And he stuck up for her, rightfully so. He had seen how it's impacting his kids. And Kim ain't going to say nothing because Kim would be the biggest of hypocrites if she started criticizing paparazzi. <clears throat> but I think even she getting to a point with the kids like, all right, we'll give y'all stuff on TikTok, but y'all got to chill. And so I have obviously a lot more thoughts. There was a lot more that transpired, but I guess high level, what is the balance between paparazzi access and if the celebrity or whatever says no, legally, you can do whatever you want. Morally, maybe you should listen, but there's that's their job. And you chose that celebrity life. So what are your thoughts? I high mean, level. it's a double-edged sword to some extent. You know, you're a celebrity. You're a famous person. Yay, you are known for doing, saying, you know, acting out in such a manner that is obviously great for paparazzi. Um, and two, it's great for these websites that want these stories about him. But, I mean, taking it a step further, pap paparazzi has been problem for years. Um, when you think about the paparazzi from Princess Diana and how they chased her down all the time. They were there when she died, taking pictures of the plane, you know, the car crash. It's, it's a gross business, honestly. They're there when people fail in the worst times of their lives, snapping photos and obviously, they're there to catch all those great moments that, you know, Super Bowls, <laughs> all these things. But for famous people, it's just a cumbersome side effect of the, the lives that they live. 
there's no way in the world that people really want someone taking pictures of them from the time they leave their home in the morning until the time they get home, you know, home at night, getting as close as they can to your property line to snap pictures with cameras that, you know, have lenses that zoom into the pimple that you thought you popped three days. Like, it's crazy <laughs> the access that those people are allowed to have and that you basically sign up for as a celebrity. And that's why I'll tell anybody who will listen, like, I have no interest in being famous. Like, pod, you know, this is cool. Like, but even this, like, I don't, I don't want to be famous. I don't want people to care that much about me and my life that I would have to worry about somebody wanting to take pictures of me when, you know, whenever. Like, I think it's just, it's hard. It's just an invasion of privacy. Hmm. No, but def- that's what you sign up for. So it's like, what do, what do you say to celebrities that be over it? Suck it up because, you know, you made $50 million. Like, I don't know. It's just, it's like a trade-off. Hire better security. Get them away from your property. Learn the law so that anytime that they violate and take, like, but the whole point, like, I do agree that paparazzi needs to start coming, coming off some coins of these celebrities that they're taking pictures of. You can take a picture of me and sell it to Getty Images and make however many dollars off of it. But if I break your camera because I got pissed, like, and you're violating or if I don't my like face. that picture, or if I do like the picture and I reposted, you consume me. You consume me. Like, and it's a picture of, of me. me. That's like, nuts. There are so many laws that protect these little cretins of the earth, and I just don't, I don't get it. Cretins of the earth. I don't get it. Because a lot of those people are super invasive. Very. Like, you talk about, I mean, obviously the bad bunny situation was different when it was it was a fan who felt entitled to just take a picture of him all willy-nilly but it's just the audacity that, like you said people have to just walk up and just start snapping pictures of celebrities like they're not real people um well no we definitely are learning that they are real people i do hope as usual with yay where he's the center of storms hopefully a conversation is had hopefully laws will change california's been very progressive with a lot of things I think this is kind of an old school law and system that needs to be updated. The world's different. People's mental health is different. We know too much. You got to adjust with the times. I think there's a time and place. Maybe there are safe zones. I definitely think children should have always really been off limits for these people. Um, But again, we'll dig more into that. Obviously, the co-parenting factor, especially if, if, you know, where one parent is successful. So uh, definitely a lot more we want to discuss on that. Um, we talked about, or we will talk about, um, uh, who was it? It was the athlete. Uh, nothing Same. ever. No, no, no. Paul George. Mm. And trying to use social media to track someone down. So we'll <clears throat> talk about that. Uh, so definitely go ahead and subscribe to Patreon. Got a couple things coming up. Obviously, the uh, Florida schooling. Uh, we want to get into that piece. And then we have some more on the Tyree Nichols case as well that we want to discuss. So definitely tune in. Thank you so much for tapping in with us. We have some exciting, exciting things coming in the next week. In less than a week, we will be moving around, and that's super exciting. And, yeah.
you don't seem like you share my sentiment. No, because I didn't know where you was going with that. Like I was like the we we gotta talk about this 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 stuff and transitions and all of that when we're moving from the thing to the other thing and all you know it's just shop talk guys this is just trying to make this show flow and be as great as it possibly can for you guys absolutely uh so would be good or no i would did you want to did you we is that what you were saying because you wanted to tell the people you want to tell the people i didn't know if that's what we was doing <laughs> or was gonna do it later like i was i mean we we can tell them we can we can let them know the patreon stuff will come later i mean we can do whatever we want so we can do whatever we want we grown yeah. we grown and so, we're traveling yeah so you can tell them or not we can okay, yeah good. we can tell them you go ahead no you, you can, you go ahead. <laughs> hey guys guess what so after many many months of no vacation and the holidays and just the heaviness and all the ridiculousness that that time of year is i love it i love it but i hate it sometimes i'm going on vacation now we're going on vacation and we are going to, oh, oh no. <laughs> we Sorry to our audio listeners. Well, oh yeah, we can, we can just we can edit that edit out. <laughs> Italy, we are going to Italy, Italy, Italy. Yay! We're so excited. We're so excited. And we're so excited to take you guys along for the ride. There's going to be so much content that we put out that's going to go on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, everywhere, everywhere, everywhere. So you got to get tapped in with us. So and if you don't want to miss anything, subscribe to Patreon. Oh, yeah, because Patreon uh, Patreon's going to get everything, like all the cool behind-the-scenes stuff, the road trips, just the... If you want to see maybe the inside of the Coliseum, mm. or you want to go to the top of the Eiffel Tower, or mm. to the top of the Leaning Tower of Pisa, maybe. I don't know. Anything like that, you might be able to see it on Patreon. Maybe. Maybe not. If you want to see where Gladiator walked as he died in the fields in Italy, you might can see that on Patreon. You I'm just saying these are all possibilities. Possibilities are just potentially available to you. So, but nah, we're stoked. We're super excited. We can't wait for this awesome opportunity. Yes. Um, just so many blessings that we are so grateful for. Um, this trip is the start of a year full of some really dope things for the bonds, and we're super excited to chronicle. <laughs> see what I did there? I did. See what I did there? She did. Well, um, all the things that we do. So stay tuned. All right. Well, thank you all so much. Uh, congratulations uh, to the Kansas City Chiefs and the Philadelphia Eagles on achieving a trip to the Super Bowl. We will definitely be excited for all of those fans as our teams didn't do anything. No. Um, but in life, you got to choose wisely. Um, always bet on yourself and be great at everything that you do. We are out. <laughs>